It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. What do the teams you root for, your music playlists, and your podcast feeds all have in common? Spoiler alert, they're a reflection of you, and that's what the State Farm Personal Price Plan has in common, too. It gives you options to help personalize your coverage so that you can protect what you care about most at an affordable price just for you, so you can see more of yourself in everything you love. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices vary by state, options selected by customer, availability, and eligibility may vary. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Patriots fans, as the late, great Gorilla Monsoon would say, the time for the talk has just about ended. Your New England Patriots are hosting the Philadelphia Eagles this Sunday. And according to Bill Belichick, both the roster and his quarterback room are ready for the challenge. Stick around. You're about to be locked in to the Locked On Patriots podcast. You are Locked On Patriots, your daily New England Patriots podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all of you, Foxborough faithful. Thank you once again for making Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage. Don't forget that we are a proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts to get the latest episode as soon as it's available. I'm your host, Mike DeBate. I cover your New England Patriots for Patriots Country of Sports Illustrated. So reach out to me, let me know what's on your mind on the Bird app, on X, on Twitter, at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-N-F-L. And while you're out there showing some much-deserved love to the Locked On Patriots podcast on social media, follow their account as well at L-O underscore Patriots. And Patriots fans, of course, thank you for joining me here today on the pod. I hope you all had an amazing Labor Day weekend. And, of course, a special shout-out to all of you Locked On Everydayers out there. We're honored, we're humbled by your support. And Patriots fans, I'm saying we because, as you know, today on the pod, it is Mailbag Monday. And we have a great question today heading into our week one preview mailbag segment in just a moment. But if we're opening the mailbag, that's right, folks. You know that means our good friend, the Count of Murphy Fisto himself, Thomas Murphy of E2G Sports, has dropped by to make this hashtag Locked on Murph Monday. And without further ado, let's welcome him in. Thank you so much for joining me today in friendship, Don Murph. Oh, happy to be here. You, you folks wouldn't know a wrist lock from a wrist watch. Let's keep it, keep it with Gorilla Monsoon there. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, We're going to talk I intestinal fortitude. Rest in we really peace. and truly do. <laughs> right. Rest in peace, yep. Gorilla. You, you are sorely, sorely missed. I might still yep. watch wrestling if he was still around. But Gorilla no, was truly to, a great one. He was, <laughs> man. He really was. Happy to be back, Michael. Happy to be back. Um. Still battling a chest cold here. Hopefully, uh, we can keep that that down to a minimum this week. <laughs> and you know what, folks? It's all about no days off. Weekend no. Warriors. This man defines it. He was our weekend warrior last week, playing double duty, doing a show over the weekend, coming back here on Monday for Locked On Patriots Mailbag. 
and the Patriots preparing to host the Philadelphia Eagles in their season opener on Sunday at yep. Gillette Stadium for 15 p.m. kickoff. Tom Brady Appreciation Day. We're going to be talking Tom throughout the week, but don't forget, folks, we're going to be keeping the majority of the focus on the Patriots and the Philadelphia Eagles because the NFC champions deserve every bit of it. It's going to be a tough game for the Pats, and whether they're up to the challenge or not is still a matter of conjecture, but I think a couple of the guys in this room think they're well-suited to take on that challenge, and we're going to get into that in just a moment. But, Murph, it just dawned on me as we were about to start recording this show today we haven't actually had a chance to weigh in on the Patriots roster together. No. It's the first opportunity Murph and I have to sit down here on Locked On Patriots and talk about the Patriots roster moves from top to bottom. Last time we did, the 53-man roster was yet to be set. It is set now. And in the interest of Mailbag Monday, Murph, I wrote in my own question because I had a question for you, my friend. <laughs> when you look at this roster from top to bottom, first of all, what are your thoughts on this 53-man roster and is this roster ready for Philadelphia in one week's time when the Patriots host them at Gillette Stadium? It's a versatile juggernaut. Okay, we're we're getting we're getting back to doing what the Patriots do best, and that's going to be exploit your weakest weakest link, whether it's on offense or on defense. Uh, you're going to see a lot of uh, shifting of game plans from week to week into how Bill O'Brien and uh, Gerard Mayo and, of course, Bill Belichick are going to attack you. Um, there are many different moving parts to this defense, and he's going to use them to uh, their utmost. And also for this offense, I, I really like uh, the versatility that is sitting here on this offense. What a lot of people aren't talking about while uh, you're looking at the depth chart and the lack of uh, running backs that happen to be on it, just two. <laughs> um, but no, what you're looking at is is a pair of guys that are um, can basically attack a field and a defense in the same way. It's two guys that that can both run up in between the tackles, uh, get to the outside a little bit, and catch the ball out of the backfield. Um, so yeah, I, I'm thinking that they're gonna. This offense is gonna keep people uh, on their toes and a little off balance because they're really not sure what's gonna happen. Because the way things are looking right now. Who's that third down back? Well, it's this, one of the same guys that's going to be in there on first and second down. Mm, absolutely. So glad that you mentioned the running backs because a lot of the attention is on the quarterbacks, folks. And we're yep. going to talk a little quarterbacks in just a moment. We'll we're not forgetting that position at all. But the running back position is a little bit thin when it comes to the 53-man roster. From Andre Stevenson, Ezekiel Elliott, that's a very good one-two combination up at the top of the depth chart. You make the assumption that at least one of the running backs on the practice squad is going to get elevated yep. for this game. You've got Ty Montgomery on this squad. You've got Kevin Harris on this squad. In your opinion, which makes more sense against the Philadelphia defensive front? Do you think their Patriots are going to go for Montgomery, or do you think they're going to go for Harris in this situation to try to spell and to try to take a little pressure off Zeke and Mondre at the top of the chart. If, if he's healthy, they're going to go with Montgomery. Hmm. If he's healthy, that's, that's the move. Um, that's why he's here. Um, you know, it, it, it's call it a little bit more than a, than a gut feeling, but that, I think that's the way they're going to go. Uh, is, is juniors here in, in case of injury of, of, you know, not, not necess necessarily catastrophic injury, but as somebody to plug back in there uh, when the going gets tough and, you know, some of these old guys can't get going. 
Yeah, absolutely. And don't forget, folks, one thing that the Philadelphia Eagles defensive front struggled with last year, there wasn't much that they struggled with. They struggled a little bit with motion. So keep your eye on jet sweeps this week. Uh, you might see Kendrick Bourne, obviously Tyquan Thornton on IR. That's not going to happen. Uh, I think the Patriots would like to do it with Mario Douglas, but there is a little bit of a shoulder mm. issue that he's working at right now. It's early in the season. There are still 16 games to be played beyond the one that's going to be played at Foxborough this Sunday on September 10th. Murph, any parting thoughts on this roster from top to bottom that don't include the Philadelphia Eagles? What was your gut reaction to the guys that made it as opposed to the guys who didn't? Uh, where do you look uh, at the Patriots roster and see prowess and potential? Uh, and did they leave themselves deficient in any area that may hurt them, not just this week, but down the line as well? Well, you know, we talked about the running backs and, and you know, that might be an issue going there. I like this wide receiver room. I love Kendrick Bourne. I love Devonta Parker. You know, the kids, the kids are all right. And, and, in that is, you know, Juju Smith Schuster, you know, there, there's his, the knees going to hold up folks. The knees going to hold up. And, um, on the, on the back end, I I'm, I'm still a little worried on the other side of the ball about the depth that, um, that the Patriots have at cornerback. Um, if, mm. if, Somebody goes down, we could be in a uh, in a bit of a pinch. But uh, the way things stand right now, no, I'm loving this. I'm loving this from top to bottom. Mm. This roster right now, because of its versatility on both sides of the ball, is going to be very intriguing, not just in yep. week one, but into week two, week three. As we start to get into the meat of the season, when you start to hit week five, week six, you're going to see a lot of these guys align in different right. areas, different locations. Um, Matthew Judon talked about the defensive uniforms earlier this offseason, and I really think you're going to start to see that, whether it be Marte Mapo or Keon White or the defensive backs that they have with Miles Bryant being able to play multiple positions. Marcus Jones, I think, resembles that remark as well. Even somebody like a Jabril Peppers in the secondary has the ability to play multiple positions. Adrian yep. Phillips, a gentleman I wrote about just today uh, for uh, Sports Illustrated. You can check that out when it drops later on. Um, guys that can play multiple positions and really cause confusion among a lot of the offenses that you're going to be seeing. Uh, that's always a good thing. Yeah, exactly. The Enigma um, D. Other people like to call it an Amoeba defense. This is an Enigma defense because you just don't. Mm. It, it's uh, wrapped up in a riddle. As the late great Winston Churchill once said, a mystery wrapped in a riddle inside an enigma. That could be a good way to describe this New England Patriots defense this year. And really on the offensive side of the ball as well, because there are so many ways which these guys can be deployed. So Murph, in that regard, the New England Patriots do have a little bit of mystery surrounding their quarterback position. One area they don't any longer is the starting position. No one is disputing now that Mac right. Jones is the starter. But as Steve Balistrieri and I talked about over the weekend here on Lock on Patriots, Patriots made an interesting addition to the quarterback room in the form of Matt Corral. Bill yep. Belichick was asked about Matt and Mac and Bailey Zappi and even a little bit about Malik Cunningham this morning on WEEI's The Greg Hill Show and also, once again, when Patriots reporters had the chance to join Bill on a video conference Monday morning. Bill had some interesting things to say about the quarterbacks. We're going to break that down and what that means for the Patriots in week one and beyond when this episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast continues right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
Locked On Listeners football season kicks off this Thursday, and there is no better way to get in on the action than with Underdog Fantasy and their Pick'em game. Just pick between two and five players, select whether they'll go higher or lower on one of their stats, and then do what you usually spend kickoff night doing, watching the game. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five. It's a fantasy game, but you can win real money. It's legal in over 30 states, and it is a ton of fun. If you want to build your dream today, head over to their easy-to-use mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code Locked On, not only will Underdog double your first deposit of up to $100, but they also have a Pick'em special live now in their Pick'em lobby. Remember, that's Underdog Fantasy. Sign up with the promo code Locked On. Use the link in the description or scan the QR code if you're watching us on YouTube. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. Think of all the amazing things in life that are expressions of you. Your favorite football team, what you wear to the playoff watch party, that song that you stream over and over to get you pumped up for the gym, or the recommendations that you share with your friends on the top six comedy podcasts that are best to listen to on a long road trip, or even your new haircut, which may or may not be an epic ball cut from the 90s and hopefully is. Everything that makes you, you, makes all the difference. State Farm believes insurance should work the same way. Your plan, your coverage selections can be personalized by you. And the ability to choose the plan you want by picking the options that fit you, like choosing to bundle your home and auto policies, is what the State Farm Personal Price Plan is all about. Getting the coverage you want at an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Patriots fans, thank you once again for joining us here today on Locked On Patriots. It is hashtag Locked On Merc Monday. It is hashtag Mailbag Monday. And we're about to open the mailbag to a great question submitted by a YouTube viewer. And every dare, if you will, it's a great one, folks. And you're definitely going to want to stick around for that in just a moment. But Murph, in terms of questioning and in terms of getting ready for the Philadelphia Eagles, I think the best questions this week actually came from those in the fan base and those in the media directed at Bill Belichick. Because less than one week removed from what some, and some meaning myself, described as Bill Belichick playing a game of waiver wire roulette. And Uh folks, just for the record, this was not me questioning Bill Belichick's prowess of coaching this team. I'll definitely say that I took a little literary license in describing it as waiver wire roulette, although he did take a little bit of a risk exposing two backup quarterbacks to anyone being able to come claim them, but Bill Belichick's strategy paid off once again. Bailey Zappi back in the fold, Malik Cunningham back in the fold, and now Matt Corral is in the fold for your New England Patriots. I'm going to get into backups in just a moment, Murph, but one of the things that Bill did say on Monday morning when he spoke on the Greg Hill show and also spoke to reporters by video conference was that Mac Jones is the undisputed starter. And Bill, for the first time, really, I think, gave a little bit of insight into this and made a little more insight than he's used to giving when asked yep. about why Mac was his choice. And I'm going to quote him directly here. He says, Mac had a really solid spring in camp. He was out there every day, ready to go in excellent physical condition. I'd say he's made a lot of improvement over the spring and training camp in reads, decision-making, and timing, and in terms of getting more work with the guys he's throwing to. He's worked very hard, and I'm looking forward to the season here with Mac. Murph, 
your reaction to that? We've said since uh, the get-go, way back in in February and March, that that this was this was the deal. Okay, that that Bill believed in Mac. That Mac is going to be the number one guy here. We even said, you know, we even called that Malik Cunningham would end up being on the the cutting room floor at the end. I'm glad Malik is mm-hmm. back, and um, I'm glad he's still a part of this team. He's somebody I think has a future, but uh, that that nobody was going to pick these guys up. Uh, I I really, you know, it it was a little it was a little bit shocking that Zappy got cut. And brought mm-hmm. back, but Bill had, like you said, had to play a little roulette as to see, you know, get the guys that he wants on, and then move guys off to IR and bring other guys back. The opportunity to bring Corral in was just too good. Um, mm-hmm. Bill liked what he had seen from Corral in college. He liked what he'd seen of him in joint practices a year ago and in that game. And he's somebody, like you said, he's somebody that that he would want to work with. Uh, Corral, I believe, is an upgrade over Zappi. Uh, he's more talented. That's why he went earlier in the draft. And now Bill has everybody that was a part of that trade. <laughs> Isn't it amazing? Though? Isn't yeah. it amazing that Bill Belichick accepts a trade offer from the Carolina Panthers, gets two picks, mm-hmm. and the Carolina Panthers get Matt Corral, the guy they wanted, right. the guy they initiated the trade for, and Bill Belichick walks away in that draft and doesn't just use those two picks on anybody, folks. He gets Bailey Zappi and he gets Marte Mapu. And yep. now he has Matt Corral in the stable. Um, yep. You know, you can accuse Bill Belichick of a lot of things, but uh, the chess and the checkers game, he just continues to prove it right, right Murph. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, you know, Bill still has a lot of these tricks left up his sleeve. And I know I'm being tongue in cheek here. A lot of this is luck of the draw. And I'd be disingenuous to say it's sure. not. But don't sell short the ability yeah. of Bill Belichick. This wasn't the plan, but you know, when a plan comes together, you you claim it. Absolutely. When you have a chance to recoup value, you take it and you take it with both hands. And that's exactly what Bill Belichick has done. But I thought it was very telling uh, about what he had to say about Mac this morning and something I really enjoyed listening to and him being a little bit more candid about Mac looking more comfortable. Folks, that is the Bill O'Brien effect. We've been saying right. it over and over. Mac throughout training camp looked sharp in red zone work. This is an area where he did not look sharp one year ago, um, an area where he really wasn't tested, I think, properly in his rookie season. In that regard, because Mac is getting more of these opportunities, Murph, we saw it. He's not settling for the check down the way he did last year. Now, he's still going to take them, folks. So every time Mac makes yeah. a check down, I don't want people panicking and saying, oh, here we go. He's regressing. And he's becoming old Mac. There really is nothing wrong with taking no. a check down every now and then, folks. You have to do that as a quarterback, and you're going to see him take more chances down the field this year. Yep. Um, a lot of that is because it's he has. It's, it's just amazing how, how much more confident a, a quarterback can look when they're confident in the play caller over there on the sideline. When they know that when they look across a, a, a line of scrimmage and mm. see an opportunity, they can check out to it. Cool. They they can they can audible to it. Mac wasn't allowed to do that last year. Mm-hmm. Okay, he just sure. simply was not allowed to do it, and that was where most of the frustration came in. And um, quite honestly, you know, around week seven or eight, I was asking, why aren't you just ignoring these idiots and checking out? <laughs> yeah, it's true. And one of the things that I think you hit right on the head, Murph, is he didn't have the same type of authority that he's being nope. given by Bill O'Brien 
at the line of scrimmage. Matt can finally make his own decisions, whether it's in the red zone or whether it's in open field. And I think so much of that is predicated on what they're seeing from him and the job that he did coming into camp in shape, ready to learn, um, understanding of his mistakes and willing to put in the work to correct those mistakes on the field. When you see the effort there on behalf of your quarterback, as a coach, you're going to go beyond, above and beyond in most cases, to make sure that he has all the tools he needs to succeed. Now, you also mentioned Matt Corral, Murph, and right. Bill Belichick had some stuff to say about he and Bailey Zappi as well, um, basically saying that he's still glad to have Bailey on this roster, believing he's mm-hmm. a good, young, developing player. But you kind of touched on this just a little, uh, just a few moments ago, and I want to give you a chance to elaborate on it because it does tie in quite nicely to what Bill Belichick had to say. And he said that based on what we saw with the Carolina Panthers and his college film at Mississippi, and I'm talking about Matt Corral here, folks, he's a player we wanted to work with. Murph. In that regard, it sounds an awful lot like this is someone that the Patriots had targeted, maybe during the draft, maybe during, you know, waiver wire cutdowns and whatnot. They put in a claim on this kid because they believe in him. What type of prowess can Matt Corral bring to this quarterback room that we haven't had here yet? Uh, Raising the IQ level of this room, uh, it's uh, and that's not that's not me getting on Mac Jones at all. You, you, you'll be hard pressed to find a smarter quarterback than Mac Jones. Um, but yeah, raising, raising the, the, the IQ level for the offense that, that Bill O'Brien wants to run. Um, Corral is, is a fantastic passer. He's, he's somebody that is good in timing patterns and, and can, uh, can run RPO and uh, like, like yeah. no one else here in, you know, under contract in, uh, in, uh, in New England right now can. Um, I, that's, that's, that's also not a, a knock on Malik Cunningham, but his arm is not what Matt Corral's is and Bailey Zappi's, uh, IQ when running RPO is, is nowhere near it. Yeah. And you know, when you look at what this skill set, what Corral's skill set brings to the table in new England, RPO leaps at you right away. Yeah. He did it so well at Ole Miss under Lane Kiffin. And let's not forget folks that the Lane Kiffin Nick Saban connection from 2014 to 2016 Saban's offensive coordinator was Kiffin. So that type of collegiate success that he had at Ole Miss, I'm not saying it's going to be replicated immediately by stepping on the field under Bill O'Brien and under, uh, you know, this type of system that the Patriots are going to be running. But Mac Jones is very good being able to run an RPO heavy scheme. Matt Corral is very good at it. And the fact that these two complement each other so well, I'm really looking forward to seeing what this brings uh, into the Patriots offense this season. And you've got Malik Cunningham there that can be a wild card in terms of the gadget plays that he can bring to the table and also his ability to run and be a mobile quarterback and a dual threat. Uh, All of a sudden, the Patriots went from the liability at quarterback to really, I think, almost a carte blanche in terms of what they want to run in their skill set. With Matt Corral as the number two quarterback here, you are looking at something. Um, uh, I really can't compare it to another group in the league right now. But it, it's it's if something happens to Mac Jones during the game, everything that that everybody prepared for during the week is moot because it's a completely different game plan when he comes in. 
You know what, Murph? Regardless of the alignment of their quarterback depth chart, the New England Patriots are going to welcome the Philadelphia Eagles for what promises to be an exciting matchup yeah. on Sunday. Kickoff set for 4.15 p.m. Eastern. I know a lot of us are waiting for halftime and the prodigal son returning and Tom Brady and the celebrations, but this is going to be a hell of a game. One of the things I think a lot of Patriots fans are looking at, and if they're not, mm -hmm. they should be. One of the things that the Philadelphia Eagles do well is getting after the quarterback. They plan on doing it a lot on Sunday, unless the New England Patriots can stop them. It's going to be up to the offensive line. I know that sends shivers up and down the spine of a lot of Patriots fans that have not seen a whole lot this offseason and the preseason and in training camp that gives you an awful lot of confidence in the offensive line. We're going to take a question from one of our great listeners in just a moment and talk about one of those keys when this episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast continues, a prep part of the Locked On Podcast Network your team every day. Locked On listeners, our partners over at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. Whether you're prepping for a draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So with draft prep underway for the upcoming season, let's see who Vinny has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. If you need an undervalued running back to help give your fantasy football team a smoother ride in 2023, look to build second-year man James Cook. Cook will have a key receiving role, but can earn more touches than that because of his explosive ability versus older, injury-prone Damian Harris. Dalvin's brother also plays in a high-scoring offense where there will be plenty of pleasing big play chances. Folks, Vinny Iyer from Locked On Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. It's the same thing with your vehicle. With eBay Fit and over 122 million parts and accessories for your vehicle right at your fingertips, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. From brakes to taillights, shocks, struts, you name it, eBay Motors has it. And they'll make sure that it's the right fit for your car. Because eBay Guaranteed Fit helps you understand exactly what part you need for your vehicle the first time. So go forth, switch gears, crank the AC, and say goodbye to sweating if your ride needs a little fixing up. Because with eBay Guaranteed Fit, everything your vehicle is calling for is just a click away. For the parts and accessories that fit your vehicle, just look for the green check. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Patriots fans, thank you once again for joining us here today on Locked On Patriots. It is Labor Day. It is hashtag Locked On Murph Monday. It is also hashtag Mailbag Monday. And we're turning it into Mailbag Monday in just a moment. But don't forget, folks, check out the ultimate NFL preview all throughout the Locked On Podcast Network right now. All divisions, all conferences, all 32 NFL teams, all of the hosts of each and every podcast dedicated to the NFL right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, giving you our thoughts as to how this whole season is going to play out. I had the great fortune of sitting down with talented hosts such as Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, and John Butchko to talk about all of the AFC East, and it really was a blast, folks. You can find it on our video timeline on YouTube, and you can also find it wherever you get your podcast. That's the ultimate NFL preview 
brought to you in part by the Locked On Podcast Network. But today, Murph, we have a great question submitted by one of our listeners on YouTube, and they want to find out what is the key to Mac Jones staying upright. Well, folks, there really is no other way to say it. It's about the offensive line. But is it really the key to beating the Philadelphia Eagles? Well, that's what our listener wants to know today. One of the great handles I've seen at Cool Genuine Phil, 3051. And he says, do you agree that the key to a week one win is the ability of the O-line to be successful, giving Mac Jones time to operate in the pocket? Hashtag Mailbag Monday. And... Bill, first of all, thank you for hashtagging the Mailbag Monday. It was easy to see, easy to point out. Yep. And Murph, I think this is a great question. And you being the guru of big round men up front, protecting the quarterback and also helping to block for the run. What are your thoughts on this? Is this the key to beating the Philadelphia Eagles this Sunday for your New England Patriots? No, it's not the key. Wow, It is a key. It, you know, don't get me wrong. It is a key. It's um, a key, not I, I, the key. Yeah, it's okay. a key, not the key. Um, a key as as in if if this line is healthy and we've got everybody out there, and you know we we've got a little issue over there on on the right side. Let's you know say City Sow's out there. You know he might need a little chip help. You know a little Hunter Henry chip help, a little Gasecki chip help. You know somebody out there just to give him a hand. But no, the the key to to winning this game is going to be shutting down the uh the uh the Eagles offense is it it's going to be to mm-hmm. slowing down quarterback Jalen Hurts and all of his his weapons that he has over there Devonta Smith and and AJ Brown and and mm-hmm. this plethora of running back uh situation it's going to be keeping these guys under 26 points all right or 24 points that's going to be the key to it making them drive the field wait for mistakes to happen and then capitalize on it. But no, don't get me wrong. Um, you know, one of the keys is going to be keeping Matt upright and not uptight. Yeah, absolutely. And keeping him upright and not uptight was something the Patriots simply were not able to do no. with any degree of consistency last year. And look, you know, Mac found himself struggling most when Murph, when he was under pressure, under duress, right. and when those teams that were savvy enough to pick up on it and had the personnel to do it were able to win their battles up front, and then they can start sending those strategic blitzes from the second and third level of the defense. By the time Mac had the opportunity to even accept the snap and try to make a throw, it just wasn't going to happen. There was no. no ability to do that. The pressure confused him. It caused him to open at the top of his drop in the wrong direction. That yep. led to a lot of suspect decision-making. And without that adequate protection that he was getting up front, folks, that's where Mac had difficulty. That's where he had insufficient time to operate. That led to a lot of those short yardage checkdowns that fans just, you know, kind when of When he didn't have a running back that could pick up the blitz. Absolutely. Guess what? That's not the case this year. Yeah, that is not the case this year because if you're picking up the blitz and next getting rid of the ball and shedding the ball early, all of a sudden those perimeter corners are not going to have the time to take away his preferred routes, his preferred targets. It opens up the field in a way you haven't seen Mac take advantage of in the two previous years. Last year, simply by poor design, and in the first year, simply because he was a rookie, and I think they were trying to give him every opportunity to succeed in a more simplified offense. He's going to see that blitz coming. He's going to be confident that somebody's going to be there to pick it up, and he's going to fill a hole, right? The hole that uh, the blitzer left. 
Okay. Absolutely. That's, 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 that's going to be, that's going to be the game plan. It's also one of the keys uh, that you'll see coming out on Friday. Sort of piggybacking off of what Phil had to ask, because the O-line obviously Murph is only going to be as good as its starting components. We're starting to see Cole strange get more snaps. Uh, Hopefully, We'll get good news on him, and he'll be out there. Trent Brown has been a mainstay so far. David Andrews, you know, is as solid as they come. But the right side is still giving people some proverbial fits. Michael Wainu is as big a part of that as anyone. When you look at Mike, when he does come back, whether it's week one or whether it's week two, whether you see him in subsequent weeks, are we going to see him at right tackle or are we going to see him continue to man the right guard position? I think we're going to continue to see him um, in the right guard position. I think that's the smartest uh, um, path to take. Um, why weaken two spots? Not that not that he's he's a huge weakness out there on the right hand side, but I mm. think they can piece it together. I, I I really do. I think that you know with the guys that are able to block from the backfield with the um and I'm not you know calling Hunter Henry a, a blocking tight end by any in any way shape or form mm-hmm. but i think he can help out there i think those guys can help before they release and get down mm-hmm. bust that seam and uh so no i i believe he's going to stay at at right guard that's where he's going to be happiest that's where um mac will um be able to be at his most confident yeah absolutely and i think that one of the things that people have to remember about Owenu, yes Absolutely. Michael Wenu can definitely align at the tackle position. We yeah. see him do it. 600 snaps at right tackle in his rookie season. Played very well there, by the yep. way. Also took 276 snaps at right tackle in 2021, as the, you know, even though he started the season as the starting left guard. But here's the thing about it. The Patriots went out and got Riley Reef, who is going to start the season on injured reserve. Uh, Calvin Anderson still working his way back in. That's going to be a slow process. But they went out and got for Darian Lowe. They went out and got Tyrone Wheatley Jr. to right. man these tackle positions. Awenu is built to play guard. He's comfortable to play guard. He's got a great skill set at that position. That wingspan serves him so well on the interior as opposed to on the outside because it's impossible for a guy to be able to get to that interior and be able to bypass him on a block because of that massive wingspan. So New England, I think, is very well predicated to keeping him where he is I think Bill Belichick is very squeamish about messing with the continuity of the line and to put Mike in a position he hasn't played in at least over a year, if not more, uh, simply Uh because of a temporary deficiency, I think is bad business for the New England Patriots, unless they're permanently going to move him out there to tackle. And then at that point, folks, all bets are off. So in that vein, Murph, yeah, I think you've articulated it very well. It's a key, but not the key. I happen right. to agree with you. I think the key is going to be stopping that Philadelphia offense led by Jalen Hurts that is going to be a monster of an offense to try to stop. Phil, thank you so much. Tip of the cap, yeah. not great the question. for a great question uh, that's timely and absolutely allows us to move into full coverage mode when it comes to the Philadelphia Eagles and the New England Patriots. But Murph, we're not going to do that just yet because you said you had a question for me here on this Lockdown yep. Mailbag Monday. So without further ado, you can put on the host cap, my friend. Put me on the hot seat for a change. You have any questions for me, counsel? Yeah, Michael. Here in New England, we are famous, infamous, uh, at least Bill is, for, for giving rookies a red shirt season. Mm-hmm. Now, this year, um, I don't see that 
happening to quite the degree that we have in the past. Uh, a lot of those times it, it, it happened with the wide receiver or a running back. Um, I, wanted, I want to hear from you who is going to be, in week one, the impact rookie. The impact rookie in week one. Hmm, that's a good, good question. Uh, I know fans would love it to be a guy like Demario Douglas or Keishon Butte. You want to see yep. these young receivers break out, have a big game, and all of a sudden put the rest of the league on notice that, you know what, the Patriots have a passing game. They have someone that can get open in the slot, make things happen, or they have a vertical weapon that can make contested catches and be exciting in the open field. Um, I, I don't think it's going to be either one of those guys. As you said, Demario you. Douglas still with the shoulder. I think they're going to try to bring him along as slow as possible. I think if you're looking at someone that comes through and has an impact on this team week one, it's going to be Keon White because of Bingo. the way he's able you. to drop it, because of the way he's able to defend against the run. And I think that's where you're going to see him be as much of a weapon this year as anything, because Philadelphia is going to look to establish their dominance on the yep. ground early. Keon White is someone that can change the complexity of that. Takes pressure off of guys like Christian Barmore, takes pressure off of Devon Godchow, takes pressure off of guys like Lawrence Guy. Run defenders that have to be in that interior, Keon White's going to help in that regard. But he's going to get out of the quarterback as well. He's going to start That's putting it. pressure from the outside. I love what I'm seeing from him in that situation. So if you're looking at someone that's going to make that impact right away against the Philadelphia Eagles, to me, there's no question about it. It's going to be Keon White, and I think it's going to be Keon White in a big way. That's it. That's the answer that I was looking for. That's the answer that I thought I was going to get. And uh, <laughs> as soon as uh, – this is going to be a lot of fun, folks. Yeah. You're going to have a blast watching this young man play football. Him and Marty Mapu. Like I said, uh, I don't know if any of you are like Mike and I who watched the game several times. Um, you know, But if you do, if you record the game and you're sitting there and you, and you know you're watching it a second time – um, you know, close your eyes when you know that Marty Mapu is about to make a hit and just sit back and listen yeah. to him. Just sit back and listen Absolutely. to the pads explode. It, it, mm -hmm. It's, it's going to be a blast. There were two ways that you could have answered that question. One was the right way. One was the wrong way. And of course, Michael got the right one. <laughs> well, I think Mapu was going to have an impact on this uh, game, and I think yeah. he will be someone to watch. There's no question about it. I'm really looking forward to it, and I really hope that uh, you know Mapu gets the opportunity to align both as a safety and a linebacker in this game just to really put yeah. the rest of the league on notice to show what this kid's capable of doing. But if you want my honest opinion on who's going to be the guy that's going to really turn heads um, right from day one, and especially in this game, yeah, there's no question about it. I think you're going to see uh, Keon White for all of the reasons that we talked about in a three-point stance, outside linebacker, rushing the passer, defending against the run. And Murphy, yep. if he drops into coverage, we're going to take a little victory lap here next week on Locked On Patriots because I think he has the ability to do it. So, folks, who's going to be your impact player this yeah. week? We're going to continue our coverage here on Locked On Patriots all week long. Pats Eagles this Sunday going to be a fun one up at Gillette and bottom line Murph what it signifies is football is back real football begins this week on Locked On Patriots and of course all throughout the NFL so be sure to stay locked in to the Locked On Patriots podcast Murph what can I say my friend I always appreciate you being there for the handoff and kicking off the week in style who knows folks we might have Murph drop back in here for a little game 
and preview coverage before the Pats and the Eagles hook it up at Gillette on Sunday. But in the meantime, please let all of our listeners know where they can reach out to you, where they can find your great work, and what they can look forward to from the great pen, the great voice of Thomas Murphy this week. Well, you, you, of course, you can check me out uh, at e2gsports.com. I've got a nice little Red Sox piece up there that to piss you all off. Uh, all you Red Sox faithful, all of the Bluminati will be will be up in arms over this one. Uh, and of course, you know, the, I'll, I'll be doing a, a couple of Patriots pieces, including my monster keys to the game, which will come out on Friday. I can't I can't put them out on on Thursday. Can't do it because you know <laughs> the, every, all the coaches around the league come and check out the keys before they. I can't I can't give them that much time to game plan uh, so check those out and of course you can you can uh find me on the bird app at tmurf 207 that's zitter uh find me on zitter at tmurf 207 and other than that you know whatever tickles my fancy and and yes i could be back here at the end of the week just to go over a couple of those keys absolutely folks and definitely i always say this each and every week i'm going to continue to say it all season long here on locked on patriots you turn the keys, you go to the top. You don't turn the keys, you're never heard from again. So be sure to stay locked into those keys because Murph is definitely the best in the business of putting what he does. And folks, I say this with confidence, he is seldom wrong, okay. if ever. So okay. definitely check those out. It is definitely a one of the best pregame reads that you'll find anywhere in Patriots media. But folks, what can I say? It's always an honor and always a privilege to join this man each and every week on the microphone, but it's mostly my honor, my true privilege to join you each and every day here on Locked On Patriots, all of you everydayers, all of you casual listeners, and all of you first timers. You truly make Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage, and I could not be more honored and more humbled to do so. In the meantime, folks, for all of the very latest when it comes to your New England Patriots, keep it right here on your daily home for Patriots coverage, the Locked On Patriots podcast. On behalf of my good friend, the Count of Murphy Fisso himself, the legendary Thomas Murphy, I'm Mike DeBate reminding you all to stay safe and to stay well and to be the change that you wish to see in the world. Have a great day, everyone, and we'll see you back here again tomorrow on Locked On Patriots. There will be no filters. It's just audio. No filters. You're stuck with us. We look this way. Our deepest apologies on that, folks. (laughs) Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.